0: Welcome to Fire & Soul. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, former TV retail host turned digital CEO of a seven-figure coaching and training business. Fire & Soul is a weekly dose of personal and professional principles to help you take inspired action from an awakened soul for epically aligned results. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered and transformational podcast. I believe the universe rewards the brave, and that I'm here to awaken you to your infinite potential with less hustle, grit and grind, more ease, grace, and flow. You ready? Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul. I'm super excited that you're here today because we're changing things up for a few weeks around here at Fire and Soul Camp. We are going to offer up a limited mini-series called Pays to Podcast. There are so many ways that it pays to podcast, you guys, and there are some stories of some of our students that have gone through our podcast accelerator program that are so remarkable, so inspiring, so transformational on every level that we would be just flat out selfish if we didn't share them with you, especially because many of the people that have gone through the podcast accelerator that now have their own podcast out there on all the major apps are listeners to this show And got inspired to start a podcast because of fire and soul. So the fact that this is a full circle moment is so deeply humbling to me and so gratifying and fulfilling that I was like, I have to share these conversations with you and I can't keep them to myself. So today you're going to hear from uh, one of my mentors, Joseph McClendon Third, a man who really needs no introduction. And, and we're going to dive into that conversation in just a moment. However, I do want to invite you to a free masterclass. Yes, a free masterclass all around podcasting, because perhaps you are just like me three years ago. It was like, Gosh, maybe I should start a podcast. And then the second thought was like, oh, wait, hold on. Who do you think you are to be thinking about starting a podcast? The third thought would come back in of like, well, hold on a second. I think I could do a podcast, but what's my podcast potential, right? So, a few days ago, some of you took the quiz, many, many of you took the quiz, and you can do that still at the podcastaccelerator.com and reveal your podcast potential that's completely unique to you, but you can also show up to our masterclass, and you can sign up at michelle-sorrow.com slash masterclass, michelle-sorrow.com slash masterclass, and it's called the four-step podcast with purpose path. Check this out. You're going to learn the four-step hit record system to share your message with the masses, build a lasting legacy, and tune into a -a one-of-a-kind opportunity to grow your audience, boost your profits, and change lives. This is not one of those master classes where it's like, "Mm, what did I really learn? You're going to walk away with a plan in hand and a clear personal path to you to take your podcast from a fun idea to an opportunity filled reality. So that is again happening. And you can sign up at Michelle slash masterclass. We'd love to see you there. All right, my friends. So in the first of our page to podcast series, please enjoy this really special, fun and lively, entertaining conversation with my mentor, Mr. Joseph McClinton, the third. Mm, enjoy my friend. Welcome back to the show. Joseph McClendon, the third host of Cure for the Common Life podcast. What is his third time on the show? And it just never gets old. I feel like it's Christmas morning right now. So good to see you. You as well, Michelle. Thank you for having me on this show. I was such an honor to have you here. I got to know you obviously at the Tony Robbins events. And you changed my life uh, day two of UPW back in March of 2018. I've shared that story here a couple of times on the close the gap exercise. Yeah. And it's how I literally started this business, started this podcast. So I really just want to salute you once again and letting you know that that moment and how hard you worked for 15,000 of us in San Jose in that arena to get it. I got it. I didn't know how the hell I was going to do any of that. But it started my search of, okay, so I think I'm going to start a podcast. Where do I start? And then that put me down the rabbit hole of endless, you know, and overwhelming information that I was more confused by the end before I started. And that led to me finding Jenny of Jenny Media and my partner in the podcast accelerator program. Then that led to me reaching out and being brave and bold. The fortune favors the bold and saying, Joseph, you changed my life. Would you be a guest of my podcast? And you saying, yes which I was so like in awe of and so grateful. And then that led to some beautiful you know, collaborations and, and I think the start of a, of a meaningful friendship. So just wanted to give that perspective. And then you heard about the podcast accelerator. Now, I would love to hear your experience of what it was like for you, just why you made that decision. What was that driving force in that moment to start the podcast that you now have now that is changing thousands of lives with every single episode?
1: Well, thank you. And the truth of the matter is you came to that event in 2018. That's right around where I started thinking about doing a podcast as well. Yeah, because I started to see, you know, and several of my friends had podcasts and and I started to see the value and I started to listen to podcasts more as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would listen to them, be honest with you, I would listen to them. I didn't, I don't drive much (laughs) these days, but I'd listen to them in my house and I'd listen to them when I'd get on an airplane or something like that. And I thought, well, this is something that I wanted to do. And my sole outcome was to reach more people. Uh, that's what it always is. Uh, however, it was 2018, maybe even a little earlier than that. the truth be told. But I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know where to start. And here was the big deal. I realized I could have figured it out. And I'm, I have that disease that's called, I got to do it myself kind of thing. I want to learn everything. But time was an issue getting all the resources together when I started to look into what it was going to take artwork and microphones and all of these things, all these pieces, I started to realize that, yeah, I could do it. It's going to take me a while and scheduling in to do it. So I, uh, I'm ashamed to say that I procrastinated for a couple of years, <laughs> maybe a year and a half. I don't like to say that it, that's what it was, but it really was because I could have jumped into it. Uh, to be honest with you, what made me uh, you know, cross that threshold, if you will, was I started to recognize that people were asking me, Joseph, when are you going to do a podcast? When are you going to do a podcast? And it got a little embarrassing. Because I would tell them, well, you know, I've started, I'm putting it all together. And people would just tell me, well, just do it, just do it. And I have friends that would just do it. And so, um, (laughs) and and, and to be honest with you, as I started looking at it, I started thinking to myself, well, I'm a firm believer in find people that do what you want to do and model them, but find people that do what you want to do that can help you do that as well. And so that's why I reached out to you.
0: Ah, Well, it's such an honor uh, to have you through the the PA and it just made so much sense. And I remember what you shared. And of course, it's even on my website, which I'm grateful for the testimonial um, because I know that it comes from your heart, which is it's just confusing and overwhelming. And who's got the time for that? And let's be clear, we are currently in the middle of a global pandemic, which seems to be inexhaustible and it may not change for years, if ever, depending on which media outlet you subscribe to. So, you know, you were busy. You're on a plane like every four weeks, right? Like, so you just didn't have the time, which is a big issue for so many people. And immersion is where it's at. So I want to talk about that distinction, which allowed you to make this be your moment and choose your fate in the way that you did to just jump in when you did, which was back in February of right when the pandemic was about to hit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right before. Well, part of it was when I got to talking to you about what, what your program was, it was like well a no brainer because I thought okay well great I wanted to learn it I really did I like I said I have that disease where I want to know what's going on I wanted to have my fingers and everything and so the way you explained it to me with regard to you'll educate me on how to do it and take me through the steps step by step but then you hold my hand after that which is what I really needed what I I didn't realize how much I needed it but mm-hmm. uh, so the experience was, and I remember talking uh, to you and Jenny about it, is I'm this kind of person. And I do realize that everybody isn't as anal as I am. You know, if you tell me to do something, I'm not only gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right away and I'm gonna get it to you right away. So what was, for me, what was great about what your program did was you said, here's what you do this week. This is all you have to do this week is just do these things right here. And then you move to the next step. And so it made me feel like, okay, well, if it's this simple, then all I got to do is do that. And then I was able to just let it go, which was so hard for me is just to let it go. I don't really have to do anything until next week. Now, if you remember, I even got on you guys a little by a while because I said, okay, what else can I do? What else can I do? Because i wanted to move faster. And you allowed me to do that. But the great part about it was, is that I just knew what the next step was and didn't have to think about is, you know, anything else but that.
0: I love that. I remember you were literally like on week four of the training, because we do we chunk it down, right? It's fully immersive and we guarantee a professionally produced podcast, which by the way is a distinction. Wanna get into that in a moment. Podcast by the end of the program. But you were like, uh, so um, I'm I'd like to jump ahead and we're like, go for it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so not only did you want to get it done early, but I believe you were the first student to get it done every single week and you were like weeks ahead, which of course, anyone with a PhD in neuropsychology who's also the world-renowned ultimate performance specialist, that's what you got to do. I, I appreciate
1: that, but let, let me make this distinction. I said this uh, first, and that is I realize that not everybody is that way. And I guess what I meant by that, Michelle, is that, You don't have to be like me. You can anybody can do it, as 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 we know by a lot of the other students that were in the course. You don't have to do it that way because there were sometimes, if you remember correctly, because I did get on an airplane. The reason I wanted to get things done was because I knew I was going to leave and I was going to be absent for a while. So you don't have to be like me to get the the full result out of it because I always looked forward to what you guys said. You just you said it already. You have a fully produced. Uh, podcast at the end of this course. And that's what I was looking forward to.
0: Oh, and i'm just so glad that we were able to deliver on our promise to you, you know we promise full service concierge led high accountability i mean and that's a distinction that i really want to break down because you're you are a big friend to a lot of people who put out huge courses and programs like your own right that are world- class and then you've seen the disparity of like pretty much only fluff an amazing offer but the program doesn't have the substance so for us because i've been guided and coached by people like you and tony Robbins and jack canfield i want to put out a world-class program that was high-touch and high accountability, and that had a huge completion rate. I don't know if you know the stats on digital courses, but just to just to call out, no shade on any other podcast program. I'll never call out a name, and they do range from ninety-seven dollars to seventy-five hundred dollars, as far as we could see. These are the DIY self-paced, but you're going to have a produced podcast by the end of the program. There's like thousands of the of these out there, and so just on average. The completion rate, in other words, actually who has a produced podcast by the end of that because you're on your own, is about two to five percent. And these numbers probably correspond with some of the other ways in which you've seen people learn, right, and go to programs and events. And It's like, who's really going to build on that breakthrough they got that they thought was life-changing? It's that same concept. If they're left to their own defenses and their old routines and habits, they're just going to, like, procrastinate. And then it's two years later and they ain't doing things. So with us, though, we have a high 90% percentile of completion. And the only reason that it's not a hundred is because someone's spouse might have passed unexpectedly or something like that that was just major in life. And it's like, you know what, I just need to pause it for now. But there is a distinction there. And I'd like you to speak to that of what your experience was like as compared to like maybe some of the programs or what you see out there and what your experience was like in our program trying to lead the way you have taught me how to lead as my mentor.
1: It's something that I call why. F, F, the user-friendly factor. Mm. And what that means to me is this. there, Like you said, there's lots of courses out there, and there are a lot of comprehensive courses and a lot of stuff. And oftentimes, people who create courses in no matter what, whatever it is, they create these courses and they feel like, I got to give, rightfully so. I mean, and they, and they do this with the best of intentions. I got to give so much more information more than the other guy, more than this person. And what it winds up being is too complicated. Mm. It winds up being too many pieces. It winds up being too, like I said, not user-friendly. Because the average person, you know, you heard me say this before, I, I have all the technical skills of a slightly intoxicated circus pig. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I can do stuff, but if it gets, you know, I, I see people do this. They, they know their material. They know what it is. And they'll use terms that are foreign to the user. They'll use different metaphors and different things that they'll throw out there. And all you have to do is do, you know, this PDF, this Y-O-B and this X-O-B and things like that. And it just throws you off like crazy. Um, With your course, what was really great, you talked to me. And you talk to everybody across the board. You you're the way of explaining it and saying, okay, here's what um, this is how simple it was. Here's what why you want to get a good microphone, and then here's the microphones you your choices that you can use from. Here's the program that you can use. Here's how to use this program. Here's what to do, and then let us percolate on that for a week and give us an assignment to do. And so what that made it was super user friendly for us, in my opinion. Our society is a point and click society. I've always said this, the best and easiest way to influence and teach somebody is how they're already being influenced and taught. And so if my if I'm of that society of point and click and watch this video and do that, then that's the way I'm going to best learn. And that's what your program offered up for me was because I would sit down and I'd go, oh, I can do this. And therefore, it made, her, made it user friendly. Now, I use the word factor. It's kind of my brand. Factor just means multiplication, means growing and geometrically growing. And so if it's user-friendly and I can do the first thing, then it's going to be easier, quicker, faster for me to do the next thing and do the next thing. And then it builds up. And then I feel that that sense of accomplishment. And I feel like I can go on and do the next thing.
0: I love that. And by the way, I also love the fact that you own, that you're not necessarily or maybe weren't as tech savvy as Maybe some others, right? And so would this be overwhelming for me? And then would that be embarrassing to learn in like a group environment? And you're like, no, I'm not tech tech savvy. I get put me on a stage, I'll change your life anywhere in the world. But this other stuff, the point and click stuff, even like it needs to be really simple and really easy for me to get through the program in ease and grace, which is what Jenny and I promise. right? We don't want you just to get through. We want you to feel purposeful and we want it to be in ease and grace because we want it to be fun. And so thank you for mentioning that because I, I, I sometimes forget that, yeah, there are people that go through the program. They're like, oh, what is a Google drive folder? Yeah do I minimize that screen? How do I plug in my mic? And what is a USB outlet, right? All those things that some could take for granted, because you know it it's, it's in your blood. Others, it's like, I don't know that stuff. So I appreciate that you mentioned that, right? Because everyone learns at different levels. And that's what we learned very, very early into the program is we wanted every single student, no matter who they were in the world, or what size their audience was, or what their experience was, to be able to know that they were going to be personally treated, right, so that we would be able to give them hands-on service, where if you're stuck there, we got a one-on-one outlet for you. You know, it's like we wanted every single person to be accounted for and to be valued at whatever, in whichever way you learn. So I appreciate you saying that because that's a huge one. People feel the tech overwhelm and then they feel the imposter uh, syndrome overwhelm. Now, I'm not imagining that was your thing because the platform is where you live. But for those who are like, I'm not sure, I feel like I have a message on my heart. Who am I to be putting out a podcast? I'd like for you to download your gold for a moment and speak to them right now.
1: First off, that imposter syndrome is a super, super real thing, and it plays out in stage fright, procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, and all those things. And the great part about it, here's here's how, in my opinion, your approach, your process's approach to help people rid themselves of that without them knowing, Hmm. little pieces at a time. Hmm. Like, for instance, if I remember correctly, the first thing all you had us do was find some music. Okay, and then I think and again, correct me if I'm wrong. And then, uh, okay, you helped us find, uh, uh, you know, whether whether your podcast is going to be just you or it's going to be other people. And if it is, then here's what you do. Here's what you do here. And so all of these little accomplishments and got us talking about it. And that was the other great thing that I want to say. And again, at the risk of sounding arrogant, you're absolutely right. I don't have any of that stuff because this is what I do. But I do recognize that other people do, and the conversations that we had during our our lessons, if you will, I could tell that you were getting everybody to speak up and to talk. And so, if we can talk on there, then you can. If you can do this, then you can do this. So here's here's all you do is your first thing that you're going to do is do just your intro. Here's the outline for the intro. Here's all you got to do is read it into here and then do it. Send us the music, you know. And it was just what it made it was the whittling away at that fear for people so that when it came time to do the actual podcast itself, we were already in the game. We were already rolling along. And so I could tell it made it easier. So, you know, some people, you know, quicker, faster than others. But I think if I was to say the, the biggest jewel in helping people get over that fear of speaking up, And saying something was the tiny pieces at a time that made us feel like we can do it, and feel like you know it's okay. I do have something to talk about, you know. And and here's what it is, and here's something simple. Here's your title. Here's your here's your subject matter. Here's the structure of what you're going to do. And I will say this, I (laughs) you know this because you experienced it. I'm used to getting on stage, and I will go on stage at eight o'clock in the morning, and I'll leave that stage at eleven o'clock at night. You know, 15, 16 hours on stage. So I don't have a problem with content. What I have a problem with, had a problem with, was shutting the hell up. My, my, <laughs> when you told me. One in the 20, mouth. Yeah, it was 20 minutes. I thought, how the hell am I going to do that? But you gave me a structure of how to do it. So now I can do them. And I will admit, sometimes my mind do run a little long. Uh, however, now I have this structure of here's where I start. Here's where I yak. Here's where I shut up. Here's where I'm out.
0: By the way, you're doing a great job. I mean, I I think I've listened to every single episode that you've put out. And how many episodes are you up to these days? By I the way, twenty six. I think twenty six. My goodness! And so, I mean, that is amazing. By the way, for a guy who was talking about it for two whole years, and people yeah. are asking you when are you going to do it, now you're doing it. Yeah, I'm almost. You have over a half year's worth. Incredible. So, congratulations. Um, but yeah, one of the things that we recommend in the in the the PA is if you're going to go solo, keep it under twenty five minutes. And if you're going to have a guest on, then under like. 38 minutes and you pretty much, I mean, every single episode is almost right there. And I'm like, way to go. How'd you pack in that much value? I haven't told you, but there's been a couple of podcasts, uh, a couple of episodes where I've literally repurposed that content, given all the credit, Uh, especially with jan hargrave that recent one you did body language and how applicable it is over zoom i mean game changer for me and and about a hundred of my students in a particular program so thank you for that and we're going to add all the resources for people to come and listen that may not be familiar with your show just yet i want to piggyback on something that you just said and before i go there thank you for mentioning that for anyone who does experience you know that very real fear of imposter syndrome and it comes to get us in all the weirdest ways right unconscious and conscious the way to get through it is baby steps. But the other thing that you mentioned, and I wasn't even sure that you were aware of it. And this is just something that I learned about two years ago, running large scale virtual masterminds is that people who might have that fear the most, they ain't ever going to speak up, not even on the chat, like on a zoom call, right? Cause we teach all the calls live. We should point that out. It's a 60 something page workbook, but it's also all taught live. So if they weren't showing up in the chat, much less, you know, turning their video on, I'd call them out and I just ask them a question, right, yes. to engage them and get them a little bit more comfortable in their own skin. Cause I truly believe, and you speak to this a lot about the lure, the calling, right? Instead of manufactured, motivated action, inspired action, which is what this show was all about. And I'm sure you were guiding me subconsciously to put the show out, but the very thing that brought them to that seat, that they invested their little booty into the PA because they know that they could have a show out there that could touch lives and make a difference. And they want their life to have meaning. That very thing, I think, has a built-in inevitable success. Would you speak to that for a moment if you agree? And if so, why?
1: Well, I, I think it has an, an, an inevitable start. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to necessarily say success. I, well, let yeah. me, I would agree with you. It has a success in fulfillment in oneself because once you get going, it's, it's like, I, I, I correlated to this. The, the very first time I ever did karaoke. Now I was an entertainer before, but I remember going somewhere and watching all these people get up and just half of them were intoxicated, quite honestly. You know, we went to this karaoke bar. I'll never forget this. And my friend, she says, you're going to be great at this because you're a singer everywhere. And I remember my being so nervous, my heart pounding out of my chest. And so you, what you have to do is you got to choose a song, right? And you choose that song. And I didn't see any songs that I knew all of the lyrics to. So you're going to have to be reading it off a of teleprompter. You're going to have to be singing this thing. Okay. So I finally just got up my nerve and I said, okay, here's a song I was going to do. And, and by the way, this was in Hollywood where there were a bunch of professional singers. Oh. Who, and they go to this bar all the time. They go to this, this karaoke bar all the time. And they're up there. And here I am going to get up there and do this. And I was so, I couldn't believe how nervous I was, Michelle. But then when I got up there and I did it, as soon as I was done, I'll never forget this. I wanted to do it again. And I probably did two or three more that night. And it was the same way with podcasts. When you do your first one, you're going to go, What the hell was I whining about? this is fun. This is me. Of course, I'm going to do it again. And I couldn't wait to do it again. And it was that same type of experience. And my guess is, so when you say success, I would say that everybody gets that, gets to cross that threshold where they get to go, wait a minute, it was just me that was holding it back. And now that I do this, of course, I want to do it again. I want to do it again.
0: I love that story. First of all, I would have loved to have been a fly on that karaoke. (laughs) Uh, What song were you singing?
1: The first one was called uh, "Word Up" by a group called yeah. Candy. yeah, exactly. Oh, I
0: totally know that song. Oh my god, just play some bass right now. Do a little another rendition live in Joseph McClendon's studio. That's so good. But it's very, very true, and I love that you 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 broke that down because for me, success could it's you have to define it. It's on your own terms, right? And and that is something that's personal to wow. each and every person. However, you know, once you start to sense this confidence that's coming over you and you're busting out of the comfort zone, which I think is where all the magic is, right? Because everything that we currently have was probably at one point outside the comfort zone to some degree, walking, talking, riding bikes, driving cars, speaking on global stages, running a podcast. You know, at one point it wasn't as natural, but then we got better, more comfortable, more confident. So now we want more. And it's usually outside the comfort zone. So I love that. That's for me what success means. It's that personal fulfillment. And then we just build on it and, we, and it stacks. Speaking of, I'd love to know in your own words, how has having a podcast affected you personally and or professionally?
1: As I said at the very beginning, my outcome in even doing a podcast was just to have a bigger reach Mm -hmm. and to be able to get more of my message out there. Because what I started to realize, you know, whether it was Facebook or Instagram and that kind of thing, it's not enough time to take people through a learning process. It's, it's great. And and yes, our society is now, we're bite-sized chunk people with, with regard to how we consume our information. But the truth of the matter is, if you have something that, that you believe is of value and of value to somebody else, then it's going to take 20 minutes. It's going to take that amount of time. And so what that's allowed me to do is to broaden my reach to people that that might be looking for more than a bite-sized chunk and get more information. And what it's done for me professionally is grown my database, if you will. And then from there, obviously, from a business standpoint, I market to that database. What I'll do is when I'm getting ready to put out another podcast, I'll just do a short mention on Instagram or something, tell people that this is there. I'm working with this person or whatever. And it just it all works together, if you will. It right. all works together. I never market anything on my podcast, wait for it yet. But um, you know, I'm sure we will come to that time or either, because now it's just information.
0: What you waiting for?
1: Well, here's the truth of the matter is, I really at this stage in my career and in my life, I'm all about just giving as much content as I possibly can. Yep. You know, I, I use my other platforms for marketing things and I will move to that when I, when I feel that it's the right time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got no, I'll, I'll give you an example. <laughs> I, I, sh- I should take that back, Michelle. I do market, but I market in this way. I just did a project. You may or may not know this, a little long. Matter of fact, you do because Tanika came and did the MC for it. She was amazing. It's been a passion of mine for a long time, which is to bring uh, let's just say personal development and personal achievement and that personal growth into the uh, uh, African American community more than it already has. And I've written books about it and all that stuff and everything. So I created something, you know, a challenge, and that was just for that so one of my, actually a couple of my guests, Les Brown and and Ray Lewis and uh, those people, they came on. So at the end, I told people, well, listen, if you want to be a part of this, you want to hear more about Les, you want to hear more from from myself or or Ray, join us on this challenge. So I do market that way sort of organically, but in terms of going, okay, well, this is going to cost you this much. It's going to cost you that much. I I haven't moved to that place. I haven't felt the need to put it that that way.
0: It makes sense. And What I love is that you're building up, right? It's a very Gary Vaynerchuk style, which is just give, Mm -hmm. give, 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 give. Yeah. yeah. Obviously there will ultimately be an ask. But what I also love about this is that you are able to reach more people. So how has your audience uh, grown um, in terms of downloads and maybe, are you surprised? Do you ever look at the analytics behind the scenes of where they're tuning in from in the world? No. You don't, (laughs) of course you don't. You're just like, give me a mic. Yeah, okay, how about this? How much time do you spend on average for every episode because people are always wondering like do I have the time to do it well let me just say if Joseph McClendon the freaking third can do this so <laughs> can you right yeah. you probably are the busiest person that I know so how much time does it take you all in for each episode
1: all in and here's the beauty of it the amount of time that I spend in it being honest with you if it's one that I'm doing myself the amount of time that it took me to record the thing which is about a half hour and the amount of time that it took me to <laughs> point and click and drag it into my Google drive and send it to you guys. That's it.
0: That's it. Isn't it That's amazing? It. And then what do you get like a few days later when uh, you get the notification that you're, you're yeah, in? I
1: get an email that says, uh, you know, we got your artwork and here's what the artwork looks look Here's what they, because what it comes with is there'll be a static picture of that I can use for my, uh, my uh, social network. And then there will be a chunk with some artwork of just a little recording and a title and things like, there'll be two of those. And, uh, and then another notification that you're, you're going live. If I have a guest, the only time that I've invested in that is I will, and whatever it took me to find that person, to call them up and whatever and say, I'm going to send you an outline of what we're going to do. And here's the Zoom. And here's what we're going to do. And so then-
0: good. So easy. It's, it's easy peasy. One, two, three. Anyone can do this paint by the numbers. And I love this. What would you say for anyone who's listening right now? And they're like, easy for you to say, Joseph McClendon III, you know, you are a man who touts make your fate in all the things. And they're still on the fence. Maybe the imposter syndrome, maybe the investment, maybe the fact that they're like, ah, for 97 bucks, I can do the DIY course. Why do I need them? What would you say to anyone on the fence about joining the podcast accelerator with us?
1: First thing I'd say, take a look at, at how long, you know, be, to be honest with yourself. And to take a look at how long you've been saying you're going to do it, which for most people, it's been forever. How long you've been wanting to do it, which for most people, it's been forever. And then recognize that the, probably the reason you haven't done it is because you haven't known how, you haven't had the time and the same with me, and you have some fear going on. And so at the very least, I'd say to people, get all the information first. Mm-hmm. And have those conversations with you know, go dig deep because what's so great about what you do is you really explain straight up front here's what it is, and then and then the other thing is, is I is to let you can listen to mine or anybody mm-hmm. else's and listen to how professional it sounds. Now, that Thank sounds you. arrogant, but I truly mean that when I listen back to my own stuff, I go, Wow, because I because literally I do the recording. And I, just truth be told, I never listen back to it. If there's mistakes, I, if I make a mistake, I will I'll write it down and I'll, and I'll tell you, your, your, your team, edit this out or, or something. And I send it off and that's the last I hear about it or even think about it till I get that back. And then I listen to it and I go, I'm a badass. I'm a badass. <laughs> and so I say to everybody, You just recognize that this team will help you figure out what your message is, how to give your message, the structure of doing it, how to put everything together, put everything together, and then you hand it to them. And I hate to sound lazy. I'm just busy. You know, I'm just busy. And to be able to hand it to you and to get back something that is so professional and polished is just, is spectacular. So I say to anybody that's sitting on the fence, you know, all the pain is on the fence, Put your feet on the ground. Get on the other side of the feet uh, because you don't have anything to lose. You have everything to gain. And quit being so damn selfish. There are people that are out there that need what you've got to say. You never know when the one thing that you say is not going to change some is going to change somebody's life, and it truly is. Lastly, I'll say this: Just go look at all the other people that are out there doing podcasts. There's so many people that are doing them. And the subject matter is, it it, it amazes me from, you know, how to groom your puppy all the way up to rocket science. And so everybody's got something to say. And there's there's an audience for, for everybody.
0: It's so true. We just had a grad. Thank you for all those kind words, by the way. It really touches me. I'm smiling. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm smiling ear to ear. It's such an honor. But One of our graduates, a seasoned CEO, but he loves to cook. His passion is cooking. And so I I believe he's a Fortune 500 CEO. And so he just uh, put out a podcast with us as a recent grad and it's called The Flavor of Leadership. So he gives it like a 20 minute session on, you know, the latest leadership, you know, anecdote, but then he's got a cooking recipe that he's cooking up in the background (laughs) that corresponds with the lesson of the day and it's become wildly popular. So yeah, there is something for everyone, y'all. And, uh, and what I like about what you're saying is don't think you have to have some momentous message or be a Joseph McCunton the third to be able to hop on a mic and own your, you know, your platform because these days in these new times, these virtual reality times that. This ain't going away anytime soon, if ever, right? This it's it's I don't think it's it's a nice to have skill to get a platform or to have a platform that's yours, right? It's like a non-negotiable must-have. It's what I've been telling our friend, it's Shanika Ray for two years. Like get your own podcast. I'm sure she will. Anyway, but thank you so much for your time. Uh, Outside of listening to the latest episode of the Cure for the Common Life podcast on all your pod uh, apps, guys. So Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it everywhere. Where's the best place to to connect with you on social?
1: Uh, Social, it's one of two places. I spend a lot of time on Instagram. And that is I am Joseph McClendon. And then uh, the other is just Facebook. So I do Facebook, which is my name. You just look me up uh, there. I love those platforms because they are short bites. Where, like I said, the easiest, quickest, best way to, to influence people is how they're already doing this. So A lot of people are doing that. From there, people migrate to my podcast from there. So those yeah. are the two best ways. Or even go to my website, which is mynamejosephmclendon.com.
0: Well, we will make sure to add all of those resources in the show notes. Thank you so much, my friend, for coming on the show and for sharing your experience uh, in graduating the PA and for putting out such beautiful work and making a big, meaningful difference in the world. Appreciate you now more than ever. My pleasure.